Hello everyone and thank you for coming to the Dad's Beards Nerds Prime Podcast, episode 43, special TwitchCon edition. Anchor's number one nerdy conversational podcast, and the podcast where two of us can grow a beard, and the other, not so much. I'm Anthony. And I'm George, and unfortunately Tommy is not with us, so only one of us has a beard right now. Tommy's here in spirit, but today we are joined by Ryan, aka Vitriol. Ryan, thank you for joining us. Thank you guys. For the second time, Vitriol. Welcome back, man. Another TwitchCon edition with Vitriol. Thank you guys for having me. That's great, man. Thank you for coming on. We appreciate it. You've been hanging out with us all day, you and your dad, so. Yeah. It's only fitting that you come on the podcast. We were going to get you on the podcast regardless, so it didn't, it didn't really matter whether you hung out with us or not. Wow. You were coming on regardless. <laughs> I know. <laughs> he goes, wow. wow. All right. Let's jump into housekeeping real quick. If you enjoyed the podcast, please check out our daily news posted Monday through Friday and an occasional review posted on Saturdays. If you'd like to support the podcast other than listening, please check out our Anchor page at anchor.fm slash dadsbeardsnerds where you can donate to us, but more about that later. Next up, obviously we're at TwitchCon. We're enjoying sunny San Diego right now. Uh, we are recording in the Airbnb, so it is going to sound a little echoey. We're going to sound a little bit like we're far away from the mic. That's just because of the recording and what we got. So we make the best of what we got here at Dad Fruits Nerds. But there's no real small talk on, on you know, what are you playing, that thing. But the question is, Ryan, how's your con going? It's going great, man. Um, we, uh, we lucked out when we first got in. Um, ran straight to the loot cave. We were one of the first few people in there. Got in and out within 15 minutes. So I mean, any other TwitchCon that I've been to from you know 2015 since is uh, you know we've had to wait. We've had to wait in line you know for forever basically. So yeah, um, yeah. you know aside from that you know hanging out with you guys all day you know um, doing the, the scavenger hunt that they had for for Prime you know it's been awesome. Nice, George. Oh, it's definitely been a better con than last year for me by far and wide. Um, like we talked about in our recaps before, way more organized, a lot more people, but it's more organized. So it's flowing great. Um, the, the energy in the air is fantastic. It's it's just great. I'm having a blast, man. It's, yeah, it's been a wild and awesome fun day. Tiring, but good. Yeah, we're all walk a lot all of our feet hurt but uh it's it just been an eventful day i wore that cat suit got a lot of people who were like oh nice suit i got some pictures with random people I had uh it's one random person sad boy was it sad boy what yeah i looked at the name but i had one guy uh one of my stickers fell out of my wife's pocket and i got a uh he tagged me on twitter and he's like yo dad bob plays uh i gotta get a picture with you so where are you at i found your sticker and uh, I just got to make sure you're real. <laughs> but uh, good up for him. I, I met him, and he was just this huge dude, this cornbread-looking Nebraska boy, just fucking beefy. So that was cool. Hell's Gates, really great to finally see him for the first time. Sad Boy Iris. Sad Boy Iris. Sad Boy Iris TV on Twitter. So check him out. Shout out to Sad Boy Iris TV. He's he's awesome. Cool, cool fucking dude. Hell's Gates was super fucking cool. The first time getting to meet him, I, I've interacted with him on Twitter for. Probably like the last year, so uh, trying to tell him to get back into streaming. But he's always just a—he seems like just a really fucking cool dude. He's got dreamy eyes as well. Um, met up with Katie Bentz, who was in a wheelchair. Katie, I hope you feel better. I hope you uh, recover well. I think she tore her ACL, so she was in a wheelchair today, uh, being uh, wheeled around by two other streamers. I think one of them uh, is one of her mods. Yeah. Uh, but 
met them. They were fucking awesome. So sorry, guys, I don't remember your name. Your your names. Um, talked to Lobo from Reverb Gaming. Um, kind of talked to him, got his card. I'm gonna email him about some stuff. Checked out some games. It was fun, man. There's, there's a lot of cool games on there tomorrow. I'll, I'll probably spend more time checking out the indie games. Yeah. Stuff like that. I definitely want to spend more time checking out the indie corner of the, the show floor and kind of check to see what yeah. they have. And, you know, last year it was kind of the same thing. Like, everybody kind of mobbed on them on the first day. And on the second and the third day, it was a little easier to get in there and kind of talk with people instead of having to, like, shuffle through a crowd. So I'm hoping to have a little bit of a better time with that tomorrow and then checking out some of the other stuff that we, we kind of glossed over for today. Um, guys, there's just so much to do at TwitchCon. I feel like tomorrow after, like, 2, it'll thin out a lot. Yeah. Because people have already seen a lot. They've seen it. They Or they feel like they've seen everything there needs to be seen. So. Yeah. I feel yeah. like um, their organization, like you mentioned, is so much better this year. Um, a million times. In, in, in a security line alone, like they had people in and out of security and actually in the con in less than like 10 minutes, you know? Yeah, yeah it was from, wild. From, from entering the convention doors from the street, going through security, and then entering the actual convention floor, less than 10 minutes. Yeah. Which, Side note on this though, we all got our badges, badges yesterday, the day before. Well, this, this is coming out on yet. Sunday, so so we're in the past right now. But we all, we all got our badges, the early badge pickup on Thursday, which we did, well, you did last year. You and your dad did last year, right? Yeah. But George and I didn't. So our con was super different, but according to what I heard, it was still a really long wait last year, even if you did pick up your badge early. So yeah, it was wild. We got there at 8.40 and we're literally in the convention hall by like 9.10. We, uh, my dad and I got there literally with 20 minutes to spare because the cutoff was at 10 we got there at 9.40. We were in and out, you know, like, yeah. like that. So it was, you know, it was, it was cool. crazy. It was cool to do the Thursday badge pickup for us. And I think for you and your dad too was super quick. When yeah. I saw, I think towards the end and towards the beginning, it was what I saw a video someone posted of it being all the way like the line was huge, went out all the way up to a parking garage. But when we went in to pick up our badges around what three, three thirty ish. Yeah, it was like three thirty in the afternoon. We just walked in, got our badges super quick. There were no lines. All we just had to walk over to where the door was. Like so that was wild. So I I do feel a little bad for those people who who had to wait a long time to get their their early badge pickup. But it just looks like everybody who showed up. Right when it started, yeah, right, right had to wait in a really right long in, line. Yeah. So, so coming in a little bit later was was more beneficial for us than, than anything. You came in late, late, and still oh, got yeah. on. Dude, that LA traffic, the four hundred five. Oh, no joke. It is, huh? No, it is no. It's like years off your life. See, like driving yeah. driving in the Bay Area. I, I I've driven in San Francisco during like rush hour. I swear to God, it took ten years off my life. Well, because we had we had to leave from. Uh, um, from up north at about two uh, two o'clock, and you know we, we drove like seven hours. Yeah. Because uh, you know I had to make sure that I, I um, didn't skip any classes because I'm in college right now. So um, you know I didn't want to skip any classes and mess up my grades, but you know th that sacrificed time that we could have spent you know being on the roads. Yeah. And luckily we made it in the nick of time, but you know. Well, it is announced. Um, we're gonna put this in, in this topic right now. We'll save the other stuff for the actual topic topics. But uh, TwitchCon San Diego again next year, 2020. Hell yeah. 2020's in San Diego again. They're doing San Diego, and for TwitchCon uh, Europe, it's in Amsterdam. I don't know where it was last year for TwitchCon Europe. Was it in Amsterdam? I don't know, but that sounds lit. I, <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> A lot of the European gamers. Oh shit! I uh, Growscore walked by me today. Like, dude's like, bruv, go get on there, bruv. He's, he's like this British streamer. He's just like, seems like he's awful, but 
I've never met him in person, so maybe he's not, you know? But, like, his scene is, like, shit posted. It's, like, like a, like a, uh, a, a character. Persona, yeah. It's exactly. gotta be. There's no way he's really like that. Effect, you know? Because he's so obnoxious on Twitter. Yeah. Like, there's no way he's like that in real life. I wanted to say hi, but it, I'm also like, I don't really know you. <laughs> like, everybody who I said hi to today, I, like, knew. But for the most part, everybody who I did see, I knew and whatnot. So, um, do you guys want to take a quick break? Sure. We take can, a quick yeah, break and then we'll hop in some topics. Talk about some of the, the saucy news that was said today or that was launched today by TwitchCon. Released. Sounds good. Be right back, everyone. All right, guys, we are back. I hope you enjoyed that ad from Anchor. Anchor, once again, thank you so much for giving us an ad, finally. It's, yes. it's so good to be uh, having that, that ad revenue coming in, and we appreciate it. So thank you so much. And thank you for listening to it. All right. Now, Twitch itself <clears throat> released a, actually a pretty good chunk of news within the last two days. George, what's the news? All right. Well, and it's a good thing we got vitriol on for this topic, considering our last podcast led in heavily with Twitch changes, but we got a lot going on. Um, first of all, I want to talk about the new affiliate ad revenue program because hot damn, that's awesome. Yeah, um, it's definitely a nice change for affiliates to be able to have ad revenue. Um, granted, partners did work a lot more and harder to get where they're at, but it's definitely a great start for affiliates to be able to work into that uh, I, I can't I can't place it right now but it, we're working into that um, that revenue space no yeah. like like help me out here um, that niche yeah I mean I, I, I heard, I've heard two things about this exactly what you said or the partner streamers that have worked so hard you know to grind their ass to, to get this and now it's just being given to the affiliates the way I feel about that though is that's just with anything in life I'm sorry Right. If you're going to blaze a trail and come out west, and the people that follow you are going to have an easier time. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. So I, I, I can't say, you know, they paved the way for that change, I'm sure. But it's kind of bullshit to just say, well, they worked harder than you, so you don't deserve it. Oh, no, that's that's not what I'm saying at all. Yeah. But it, it's like, it allows affiliates to get into that, that, that mind, uh, the, the frame of mind. You know, it's like, this is, this is what I have to do. That This is how things are going to be. If that makes sense. Yeah. Okay, so I want to play. Listen, as an affiliate, I, I'm happy I'm going to be getting ad revenue. I don't think I deserve it, though. I'm an affiliate. I'm not a partner. This is cool for affiliates. So you're wrong. As an affiliate, I'm stoked. But I feel like they're shitting on partners a little bit who actually earned that. I, I think there's going to be a lot of partners who are fucking pissed at that, that now affiliates are getting a piece of that. When realistically, if affiliates weren't getting a piece of that, partners... They could have given partners a little bit more, which I think the partners deserve it, man. They ground their ass off. Like Profit. Profit's full-time streamer now, man. He made that jump and he earned it. And you know, there are some affiliates who, like like me, I would say, I, dude, I would say I'm more of a low-tier affiliate. You know, my, I don't have the, the, the biggest average viewers. I don't think I, do, I deserve uh, a profit of the ad revenue. I'm not, realistically, I'm not bringing Twitch this gold mine of money like, an, like, like a partner would be doing. Of course. But I mean, like I said, I'm cool it's happening. If it means a chance for more money for people, cool. But I think we're gonna have a lot of partners who are gonna feel like they just got shit on. Well, you saw the reaction when they announced that affiliates, or when they announced affiliates in the first place, and then how they had, they went from tier one sub and tier three sub where they had a certain amount of emotes, and then they increased that amount of emotes 
and now they have uh, custom sub icons for different tiers for affiliates when before it was just a star regardless of the yeah. tier. So, well, I think some of that has to do with Mixer. I think because Mixer made it to where everyone is essentially an affiliate, quote unquote, that everybody has the option of making money that way. I think that this is Twitch's answer to that in case there are people who wanted affiliates who wanted to jump to Mixer. And this is their way of being like, yo, you could jump to Mixer, but you're not gonna get ad revenue off Mixer. It's damage control. Yes. This is this is a, the quintessential equivalent of, you know, Cal Fire doing a controlled burn. This is going to piss people off. And that's why like I, I see both sides of this. Do I agree? Really? Uh, I, like I said, I kind of feel like those partners blaze the trail for this change to come. It's really going to... What's going to make or break this is how Twitch responds over the next six to eight months with Mixer picking up more steam. Because no one's denying that Mixer is growing. Not even Twitch. Especially with Ninja making the jump from Twitch to Mixer. Yeah. That was huge. I totally got you on the balcony, by the way, earlier. Huh. And I was like, oh shit, that's Ninja. Some guy with blue hair, and Ryan's just like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, it was, it, it's definitely, what's going to make or break these changes or, or how they continue with them over the next six months. And you, you hit the nail on the head that they start off at the base and then they slowly expand on it. So I'm kind of curious to see how they roll this out in full over, like I said, the next six months or so and how it really affects everybody. Because that's what we're going to really know. Right now, we're just trying to look into our crystal balls. Yeah, I. There's gonna, I, there's gonna be a lot. <laughs> People are gonna be pissed. They ain't going anywhere though. I'm gonna tell you right now. Whatever partner is pissed and thinks that they can go to Mixer and still retain that same partnership is batshit crazy. Ninja's numbers have decreased a little bit, not a lot, because he's Ninja. If Doc went to Mixer, you guarantee Doc's gonna retain a lot of that. But you know, partner Joe Schmo, who's maybe been a partner for a year, they're making decent money, but they don't. Here's my issue with people jumping over to Mixer. Just because you have 2,000 followers doesn't mean they're going to follow you over to Mixer. Exactly. You're probably going to get 5% if you're lucky. Because guess what? Twitch has spoiled us as viewers. It is so easy to do everything. Not to mention, the blood of people know Twitch. They know how it works. It's user-friendly to them because they've been using it for years. Whereas Mixer, you're not quite familiar with it. Well, it's and also, that audience that they've established and that traffic that they've established, that's specific to Twitch yeah. because a lot of people do not have Mixer accounts in the same aspect as people jumping from Twitch to Facebook or from Twitch to YouTube gaming when that was a thing. Is, it, is that still a thing? I don't know. YouTube gaming? Yeah. Well, okay. I mean, it's just YouTube live streaming. Right. You're just live streaming on YouTube. But yeah, you know, in, in hopes that it'll somehow increase their numbers or provide them with more traffic or more yeah. more of an audience that they weren't currently getting on Twitch. I'm already seeing, I mean, not seeing, sorry. But I mean, I'm predicting there's going to be a, a bunch of partners who speak out on this and are like, that's kind of bullshit. Like, I, I understand what's happening. Care. There's going to be partners who are already making great money and they don't care. Right. Um, I think if you just made partner within the last couple months, you're probably going to be a little sore about it. Because you, you had to work your ass off to get that and now they're, they're giving one of your perks just to every affiliate. I understand it, but at the same time, it's definitely going to be interesting to see the reaction from the community and how partners take this and how Twitch Twitch handles this and evolves it as it goes. If you can use it correctly, it's going to make it to where a lot of affiliates can go full-time. Right. Which is the dream. Which is, right. well, the dream for them. 
it, going full time isn't necessarily my dream. Going full time with this podcast is my dream. To, uh, Twitch will always be like something fun that I do, and if I make a little cash on the side, cool. If I can make it a full time gig, yeah. But it'll still morph its way into you know the podcast being full time, Daddy Beard Nerds. But I'm just I can't wait to see Twitter. After we're done recording, I'm gonna go on Twitter. I'm gonna check out what all these streamers are saying because it's it, it's gotta be a hashtag. It's gotta be in the TwitchCon night 2019 hashtag. Okay. Uh, speaking of partner and affiliate ad revenue, what are your guys' opinion on the new subscription mod or mode or model that they have for iPhone? I was just about to yeah, bring I was it up. lead into um, that too. Yeah. <laughs> it's I mean that's cool, but anybody who know who's ever tried to buy bits off mobile, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. I can't express that enough. You are just being fucking rung for every dollar you can by buying bits on mobile. You might as well give Jeff Bezos a rim job. Yeah. Like, it's it's so crazy. Like, like the bits prices, so I can only imagine, so if a normal sub is $4.99, and what, with this, it's tokens, correct? Yes. So, you, you purchase a token and that's what you use. How much is the token going to be? Because mobile services will not allow them to have normal prices because the mobile services are getting a cut of it. So they have to put that up. Shoot, bits, um, like, Dude, the bits comparison is so wild. Like, if you it's, want, it's almost like a, it's almost a twenty percent increase in terms of bits if you're buying bits on mobile versus on a laptop or on a on a PC. I mean, it's cool. It's cool. So according, to, just because it's cool doesn't mean that it's you know makes sense. According to the uh, small buy doc that they put out, one sub token equals six dollars. Five sub tokens is. Uh, Thirty dollars and ten sub tokens is sixty dollars. So it's a thirty percent increase on top of the base value. Yeah. Sub to your favorite streamer from your goddamn desktop. Yeah. Just wait till you get home. Just sub <laughs> from your desktop. There's no point in. I mean, I, I I support tons of streamers now at this point. I've been on Twitch for almost three years. I think I have what like five or six subs. Yeah. Not including my prime, which I always give to Anthony. But <laughs> you know, it's it just. When we're talking about the difference of $2 on top of the sub, why? Why? You can take that other $2 and support another streamer that you want. Or hell, go down to McDonald's. Get yourself a fucking six-piece. Yeah. You know, like, I don't I don't see the value in that. Unless mobile is the only way you have to watch Twitch. And I, I mean, I'm sure there are people out there. I'm sorry. I don't want to offend you. But that's crazy. Like, go to the public library. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. It just doesn't, I don't know, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, go to the public library and get on Twitch that way. Get on Twitch. Like, there's so many other better ways to do it, even if you don't have a computer. Go to the library. Go to the library. Libraries have computers. Exactly. Right. Like, the mobile, like, the, just the, 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 the cost to do bits in this, regardless, is not worth it. Do not sub or cheer bits from or buy any of that shit from your, your mobile phone. From your cell phone because you you the the price that they they charge you for that is just ridiculous and, and honestly because you have a good point and, and you're absolutely right the wireless companies are taking a chunk of that and that's why it's more money but you know who should be covering that amazon amazon should be covering Straight that. up you know what if it's 4.99 it's 4.99 they should be paying that processing fee or whatever the fuck it is surcharge however you want to call it and taking the burden off of their viewers because and this has been an ongoing thing i mean what are we going on two years now everyone's yeah. been like this is fucking retarded i mean 
come on, Twitch. Yeah. I mean, I get it. They're trying to make an improvement on it, but it's like painting an apple orange mm-hmm. and then calling it an orange. It's still a fucking apple. Okay. <laughs> like, it just, and then charging $2 more for the orange. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, why? I would get it if there was a, um, an aspect of buyback protection from the sub token, but it's not the same as bits. A sub, you know, the, the, the streamer is going to get that revenue regardless. They're, even if you sub with Twitch Prime, if you do just a one month and then you decide to cancel later, the streamer is going to get that revenue when their 45, 90 day paycheck comes in. Mm-hmm. As with bits, you know, that's going to, it's like a donation. It's not a subscription. Exactly. Exactly. So I don't. I don't see. May, maybe there could be, but I don't see how there could be buyback protection for that. I don't think you can. You can do a, a reoccurring monthly on the phone if you're having to do tokens, and that's probably their way of protecting people in a sense, which is cool. Exactly. Cool. I'll give them that. But the moral of the story is: don't buy bits and don't sub via mobile. Go to a friend's house, use a computer. Go to the library if you don't have a computer. Because you're, you're getting ripped off. There's, there's absolutely no value. You're supporting the, the streamer you love. That's cool. That's the value, I guess. But you, the price you're paying for that on mobile is is ridiculous, and you shouldn't be ha- you shouldn't have to pay that. You said, George, Amazon should foot that bill. Yeah, absolutely. But you know, onto another. Or foot, sorry, foot that extra charge. Yeah, they should be take, taking care of that charge, taking it off the, the viewer base, and supporting the streamer. But on that note, we also have. You know, since we talked about the affiliate ad revenue program, we now also have new controls for streamers to control their pre-rolled ads. And that's pretty solid in my opinion, because it's been lacking for a long time. There's also a lot of other improvements. Vitriol, I'll let you uh, fill everyone in on that. So if you are accustomed to Twitch, you know that if you don't have Twitch Prime, before it went to the Twitch Prime, Twitch Turbo split. If there was a rolled ad, the and, good old days. and you were subscribed to that person, or you had Twitch Prime, the streamer would still get the revenue for the ad being shown, but the person viewing the ad wouldn't actually see it on the stream. And if they did see it, it would completely cut off the stream and just show the ad. Now, they have picture-in-picture, picture where the ad will pop up, and the stream will minimize to a little window above the chat so you could still watch the stream and have the streamer get the revenue for the ad and the the viewer see the ad and then when the ad's done the ad will go away and the picture in picture will go back to the full stream yeah so i believe that that is definitely an improvement if you say you're watching a streamer on mobile and you know you load up your your computer Anyone knows that if you load up a stream on your computer, if you don't have Twitch Prime or Twitch Turbo, you will get an ad right away. So I feel like that is a great improvement, especially if there's some high octane action going on in the stream and you missed it because of the ad. Twitch has been wild in all them ads, though. Twitch has been wild in all them ads. Like, they need to fucking tone it back when I'm getting like a minute ad on Twitch. I'm not watching TV, or I'm not on YouTube. This ain't showtime. Yeah, I'm just like, Jesus, <laughs> man. Um, okay, but the other thing that w- I want to talk about with you, Ryan, is the new changes to the actual look of Twitch. Now, Personally? Well, per- the standard now, you saw what it looked like on mine? Yes. 
So it's fully customizable now with a shit ton of colors. So what are you thinking with that? As far as the color options go, I love it. I love customization in any form. The new UI, however, it's going to take me a bit of time to get used to just because I'm so used to how it looks now. Yeah. Obviously, change has to happen. And change is good in a sense. Yeah. But I feel like there are going to be people who absolutely hate the new UI, especially those people who use, you know, better TTV or Franker or Frankerface Z. Uh, probably will have an option to roll back the UI while using that overlay. Yeah. But the new UI, it's not bad. It it's way more customizable than the current UI. And I feel like in time, a lot of people are going to enjoy it. I haven't had a chance to play with it. Um, I, I stopped just to take a look at Snowbike Mike and DJ Chris Chris V streams before we started, and my thing's like totally white now. So I haven't had a chance to customize it yet. What I'm excited for is it, I, I, I saw a picture of a full mobile redesign, which the mobile Twitch app definitely needed a redesign. Oh, yes. Um, I could make my way around around the desktop version, and I wasn't too worried about that. I, to be honest, I prefer the desktop, like actual like link version, as opposed to the actual app or desktop. I don't like the way the app it's so small, and, and I would prefer just to go in and type in you know Twitch.tv. Well, the app was initially linked to Curse, so I feel they went in terms of UI design. They synced that with Curse to the point where people who were accustomed to using Curse would feel at home using the desktop app. Yeah. As opposed to the actual website. Okay. Well, I'm excited for it. I know a lot of people thought it looked horrible. The, the, everyone, uh, there were a good chunk of people on Twitter that were like, this is horrible, this is horrible, this is horrible. Oh and then, then they came around to it. P people hate change when it first happens, but I, I, I do feel people are... I think the desktop changes are minimal. I don't think it's as wild as Twitch. Like, they're hyping it up, yeah. which is cool. I mean, color options is cool. Customizing everyone's Twitch is going to look different, which is cool, which is awesome. Uh, like I said, I'm, I'm more excited for the mobile redesign, but I did also see them make news or release news that the actual Twitch profile, your Twitch profile page is going to get a full redesign to make it look more social media-y. Like, it's going to look more like a social media now. I didn't actually see that. So... I showed George it. Yeah, it looks pretty fucking cool, actually. It kind of reminds me of like a. I, I got like a MySpace. Yeah. From it. Yeah. Like, because you can make your page the way you want to make your own page. Is that the Twitch Studio? No, no, it's oh, okay. your Twitch page. Like, it's oh, your yeah, actual profile. Page. Okay. Yeah. So it looks like it, it's gonna be full redesign. Yeah, I got MySpace vibes from it, which is awesome. Uh, listen, Twitch's Twitch actual Twitch pages, your personal page that you throw your panels and stuff on, <clears throat> for a long time has needed a redesign. It's a very clunky, I don't like the way it works. Uh, it, it, it's not clunky, I'm sorry, it's basic. It's very basic, because they want the star of the show to be your stream, which I get, I totally get. But it kind of makes it to a point where it's like, well, what does it matter if I have custom shit? Okay, well, it's good for, you know, video game companies, developers, and possible sponsors. Oh, okay, but they have to scroll down and it just looks clunky regardless. It doesn't automatically, you know, center and, and evenly line each row. So this new redesign, I think is gonna be fucking awesome. It's gonna make everybody's 
profile a lot more unique. And if you go on your mobile app, you can. You may, I don't know if you can still do updates, but you used to be able to do updates of what's going on with you. This is their way. You remember that? You can yeah. update stuff. I don't know yeah. if they still do it. I don't know if you can still do that. But this is their way of making themselves a legitimate social network. Yeah. And and frankly, with the size of the conventions and the steam that they have behind them, that's absolutely the smartest fucking thing you could do. If I was Twitch, I mean, what's next? We become a our own social network. They need to be like, period. Yeah, straight up, like. I mean, Facebook's encroaching on their shit, so encroach on Facebook yeah. shit. Right. It's exactly where I'm coming from. Like, if you're gonna shoot, you know, fire the cannon across my bow, well, I'm gonna give my users the ability to post their feelings too. One hundred or up, customize, give themselves their, their customization, make their page feel like their page. Yeah. I mean, realistically, does anybody, the three of us, when you go to a Twitch page, do you look at panels? Only if there's, inf if there's information I'm looking for specifically. Like Twitter or yes. Instagram. Twitter, Instagram, donation page, uh, possible subscription if they, if I mean obviously you have the subscribe in the top right, but maybe they have incentives down in the panels, you click here to whatever. I, I'm gonna say right now, 80% of people on Twitch don't give a shit about that right now. Correct. I, I, w I, feel <laughs> I, I would put money on that that's a close number. Is it? I don't know for sure, but the way I the way I use Twitch, I don't care about panels. The only reason I'll look at a panel is if when I'm t watching a streamer, they mention their panels in some sort of capacity, and then I'll take a look. Panels are not the first thing I go to. The stream is the first thing I go to, and I very rarely ever go to panels. Ash Ashley Christ is probably one of the streamers whose like panels I actually like read through, and then CKC as well. Because I wanted to see some of the other stuff they do. Because they have other stuff that they do other than streaming that's like lucrative for them. That's part of their their business model. Well, because for the longest time, the only customizable aspect of your page was your cover photo and your panels. Yeah. And even with the panels, the stereotypical panels would be social media links, hardware specs, schedule, whatever else may be relevant to that specific stream, but. A majority of them were the same in regards to social media donation what have you yeah I want to say that part of the other thing that makes me happy about this this channel redesign to make it more of a social page if you go to anybody's background I guarantee it is not fitted correctly and that's not on the person who's streaming or did it it's just the way it ends up right. if you click my background or my banner page if you look at it you, you only it's like super zoomed in but if you click on it then you get the full thing and it's like that for almost every streamer I've seen. I had it resized by the guy, by uh, Dad Evan Jordan. I was like, hey, can you resize it? it? It's not showing it. And even after he resized it, it still didn't show. Their 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 banner design is horrible, and there are aspects of it where th I think this is gonna. I think this is gonna bring more traffic to them, a lot more traffic because they're if you make those Twitch pages more aesthetically pleasing to view, people will give give more like they'll care more about the streamers that they want to see or new streamers well especially since they added the option to minimize the banner completely yeah i guarantee you 90 percent of people hell even probably more that go to watch a stream don't even look at the banner either yeah. they don't care about the panels they don't care about the banner either they just go directly for the content on the stream we're going to find out that the new 
lead of social media designs is Tom from MySpace. <laughs> Oi, everybody! It's me, Tom from Australia. Thought I was gone, but I've been working with Twitch. Dingoes. Dingoes. I couldn't think of anything else to say. <laughs> as soon as the new UI update goes live, hey, you have a friend request from Tom. Oh, oh, yeah, oh wait, also, I'm your first friend, and I made all, all of your friends' things. We're all friends with me. I've got all the friends in the world. That's right, Dad. Take that. Never amount to anything. I've got 8 million friends. I should have showed you. I'm the most popular person in the world now. Oh, um. Okay, Ryan. Mod view. What is it? You're a mod. Tell me everything. So Twitch is rolling out a new thing for mods called mod view, which is basically a whole other channel mode specifically for mods that they can use to manage auto mod. What from the Vidoc, there they don't specify exactly what it is. <coughs> But I believe that there is the ability now to flag a message and click and drag where that message was flagged on the VOD. So say you have an editor or something going through the videos, you can pinpoint exactly where that message was flagged instead of having to rewatch the entire VOD. So it's like it's like SoundCloud when you leave a comment on, on, on a specific part of the song. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that, that is it though? That's the way I understand it, the way it works. Yeah. Okay, I'm just making sure. I was actually going to bring up SoundCloud. <laughs> when it comes to modding, I have absolutely no idea. I, I mean, I'm a mod on people's channels, but let's face it, I do absolutely no modding. It doesn't come out until spring of next year, and we, we don't really get the full the full view of what's coming out. It's just they're a little video getting, from Twitch. They're not giving us everything, so this is just my assumption of what I'm seeing on the Vidoc, the, the not even the Vidoc, the little the little video that they put out on Twitter. I, I could be purely speculating right now, but if that is in fact the case, I feel like it is definitely going to help mods in the long run. Oh, hell yeah. I mean, the ability to not have to go scrub through a VOD to find that, I mean, that's incredible. Wait, isn't that better for the actual streamer, though? It's yes. better for both. Why is it better for the mod, though? Well, because the mod is doing the work by flagging it. Yeah, but... And then the streamer can go back and go, Oh, some asshole commented on this. I, gotcha. could, cut, I could cut this out. Now we don't have Dadbot plays getting upset about some dude sending him a DM on PSN calling him a fat boy. You know what I'm saying? Like, you could just cut that all out. Yeah. Your VOD is clean. You could upload that for, you know, highlights, yeah. YouTube, whatever. But, I mean, that, that in and of itself... I mean, that eliminates a lot of no-taking. I, I understand what you're talking about now. I, I fully understand what you're talking about. That's a badass tool. No, that's now that I now that I, <laughs> I understand what it is, that is a fucking insanely incredible tool for yeah, people who who take that VOD and cut it up like Doctor Disrespect. He's he's posting his shit every day. He's put well not every day because you have to wait a full twenty four hours, right? I believe so. So he's posting he's got editors posting stuff every twenty four hours. So they can mark a spot that was good, mark it and then mark it to where it's you got beginning and end. It's gonna make it easier for for his editors because they can literally go into there and find the spots that people like the most. Well, the mods, anyways. That's cool for someone who who utilizes YouTube. I mean, this would have been great for Ninja, but he's not on Twitch anymore. 
Because right. he was doing videos like that too. So anyone who, who's utilizing their their bots for YouTube content as well, this is that's a killer tool. Wow, that's a game changer. That's a game changer. Yeah. Yeah, uh, both on the mod spectrum and the, the content creator spectrum, it definitely makes a difference. Not to mention, you know, we're talking about worst case scenario on a mod flag something for, for someone for being a douche. You know, you can have people flagged for, holy shit, look at this kill streak, or, you know what I'm saying? And right. again, you're, you're just adding notes, you're adding information to the bot and making it easier to chop up and dissect afterwards. Win-win. Or say you have a mod that catches something on the fly but they're on a time crunch they could quickly flag it type it into the channel for the other mods to see hey so and so did this and that and then when another person looks at the VOD or goes back through they can take care of it instead of linking in discord hey guys something happened at 4 30 17 you know yeah. in the video and then they have to just scrub through man. yeah godspeed or streamer says something stupid, mods hit it and go, hey, delete this because one day when you run for, politi for political office, this can be used against you. That's you you and you true. won't get canceled. <laughs> or like, hey, you showed your nipples on stream. We're gonna take care of this so that way you know TOS doesn't take you down. We got you. Oh, that. Hey, I think for a minute I heard Sandstorm by Darude. You're gonna to want to delete that part so you don't get a DMC strike or DMC strike or DMCA. Yeah, a DMCA strike or get some of your revenue taken for that. That's a cool tool. Anything else? I, the only other thing that I can think of is the Twitch Studio, but I don't have enough information to even. They didn't go in too much detail with that either no. today, but they did announce it. It's looking like it's gonna be a series of, of programs or a in. I, I don't want to say in-app, but like an in-browser ability to somewhat set up your stream. I'm not exactly sure. They they have easy-to-use templates, built-in activity feeds. Yeah. So they're trying to get on that OBS stuff. Not really the OBS uh, Streamlabs OBS. The Streamlabs yeah. element. It's the same thing with the uh, stream elements. They're, they're kind of along the same vein of alerts. Yeah. Notifications, flashy stuff that way. So good because my alerts suck, and half the time don't even work. And I'm using what OBS. Uh, I think you you use Streamlabs, but I don't think okay, well, I, I don't think you have it set up. Streamlabs. If this was uh, the Arrowverse and I was Arrow and there was someone doing bad shit, I would tell it that it failed this city because it fails me constantly, constantly. Are you about to do the undertaking? I'm a, I'm about to do the Undertaker and rise from the dead. And get, get, I couldn't think of anything okay. fly. <laughs> <laughs> so what it says is Twitch Studio before your first stream will help you set up your mic webcam layout and settings so in a sense yes it, it is kind of like OBS and OBS Studio where you can set up your stuff on Twitch's side too on top of whatever whatever software you use for streaming okay okay I don't like that's going to affect me too much but if I can get integrated alerts via Twitch as a, what are they called? Twitch, an extension. As an extension, I would much rather do that than use Streamlabs for that. So that's what this is? Is, is, that, is that what this is? I'm, I'm not exactly sure if it's well, an extension or if it's this, built this directly like into Twitch. This seems like more of a, a tool for a brand new streamer to ascertain what they need, learn, and figure out. 
figure it out and then go from that stepping stone to the next of Streamlabs. I, I feel like it will it will be present in their their dashboard options more so than as an extension. Yeah, that was the impression I was getting too. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So we'll see how it all works out. It, it's still a little big and up in the air, but for uh, for newcomers and people that are you know thinking about starting to stream, it, it it's definitely a good thing. It's gonna get more people into the Twitch biome for sure, and I think that's the primary purpose of this tool uh -huh. is to bring in the new blood. Especially with every other thing that we've talked about thus far, newcomers definitely are in for a treat. Or everybody coming back to Twitch from Mixer. <laughs> I've already seen like five people. You know, Mixer was great, but I'm going to be making my return back to Twitch. Well, that was quick. Yeah, what was that, six weeks? That was quick. Not finding as much success, are you? What, you can't hit that 2,000 follower mark on Mixer to make partner there? Who would have thunk it? Oof. It's it, it, it's <laughs> funny. It's just me being a, a little cranker, though. It's it's just funny. I knew it. I knew that ninety seven percent of people who went over to Mixer were going to come back, especially after TwitchCon and all these announcements are being made. They'll they'll be back. They'll be back. They'll be back. Hinge will be back. It was definitely an immature reaction because we were talking about earlier how people made the jump to try and accumulate more of an audience. Yeah, it, it, it's a knee jerk reaction. Yeah. If they can establish that audience and that traffic, good for them. But if they were just doing it as a response to, I'm going to try to do this, or, or dual streaming on Twitch and Mixer at the same time, it it's definitely a knee-jerk reaction. Definitely. <laughs> what was it? What, what was my line today? Oh, because oh, I mean, we're at TwitchCon. And, you know, there's cosplayers, there's, you know, everyone's wearing whatever the fuck they want to wear because they're not on Twitch, but it was like, man, I hope Twitch isn't following TOS for the con. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> Especially today. Oh, my goodness. Now, listen, I'm not badging on people wearing, like, little clothes and shit like that. It was just a fun little nod to it because Twitch is so fucking inconsistent on who they're banning lately for what they're wearing. Like, you have uh, Amaranth, who wears practically nothing who's fine and then you've got there was another streamer who just posted herself in her workout clothes which were very modest workout clothes they were not skimpy workout clothes literally dudes basketball shorts a sports bra and she got a three-day ban and this is like oh my god please figure your fucking shit out if you have an algorithm take it away take it away let everybody wear whatever the fuck they want for a month so you can figure that algorithm out because it is not working and people who don't deserve to be banned are being banned and people who deserve to be banned aren't being banned or how about you know speaking of ninja ninja leaves for mixer and what do they do they're suggesting other streamers to view when you go to ninja's page on twitch no, they on that. Not anymore. Not anymore. on, but on that was his it. page on his page not only that but for a moment they have live porn being suggested yeah when you went to Ninja's page on Twitch. Listen. Good you, job, guys. Is this a be, <laughs> be mad at Twitch moment? Or is this a be impressed by whoever it was to thought to put that on? That's the ultimate troll move. Yeah. Someone sure. was smart enough to see the trends and go, you, you know, know what I could do? <laughs> Boom. That's some of the funniest shit ever. Funniest shit. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's an ultimate troll move. That's someone who's like who. That's someone who just like pays attention to trends, and like really the only purpose on Twitch is to fuck with Twitch like that. You know that someone they don't stream, they don't go anywhere. They just look at that shit. Exactly. 
All right, guys. Ryan, we're going to end it now. Ryan, tell us where we can find you. Speak up. You guys can find me on Twitter at I'm underscore Vitriol, on Twitch at Vitriol, V-I-T-R-I-O-L, Instagram, I'm underscore Vitriol, and those are basically my main social medias. Ryan, thank you again for coming on in what seems to be a TwitchCon uh, tradition now. Thank you guys for having me yet again. And there's going to be no break. We're going to hop right into the outro. As always, if you'd like to support the podcast or the listening, please check out our Anchor page at anchor.fm slash dadsbeardsnerds, where you can donate to us via the support this podcast button and sign up for a monthly donation of $0.99, cents, $4.99, or $9.99 per month. You can cancel at any time. Next up, find us on Twitter at dadsbeardsnerds, Twitch at dadsbeardsnerds, Instagram at dadsbeardsnerdspodcast, or if you'd like to be part of our ever-growing Discord community, you're going to find that link in our Twitter bio or in the show notes for every show that we release and produce. Next up, find George at ghioco, that's G-H-I-O-C-O, Tommy at Nightween593 on Twitter, Nightween5930 on Instagram, and me, Anthony, at DadBodPlays. Until next time, my name's Anthony. I'm George, and thanks for coming out to the show, guys. Have a good night.